You're listening to a message from Victory. In view of God's mercy, let us live out the gospel by loving God and others. Join us as we continue the book of Romans in our series, The Gospel Expressed. Again, hello and welcome to all of you all across Metro Manila and in the country. If you're watching outside of Metro Manila as well, welcome. If you're watching from uh, outside of the country, welcome as well. Now, of course, you can actually watch this in replay. Mga nanunood po sa inyo ng replay, welcome sa inyong lahat. If you have just joined us uh, for the last, I think, 17 weeks, no? we've been going through the Book of Romans. And we've entitled our series, The Gospel Explained. But we did a little bit of a shift, no? just with respect to the title. Because the title starting last week, which started last week, was actually The Gospel Express. So what does that mean? No? Uh, we've uh, tried to understand everything that Paul was trying to was explaining in the Book of Romans. But it's not just the explanation of the doctrine that we're after, but actually the application of the doctrine as well. He said uh, scholars were uh, one in saying that Romans is actually Paul's clearest explanation of the gospel. So it was explained to the letter. It gives us a perfect understanding what the gospel really is. But it's not just the understanding part that we are truly concerned the challenge comes not just with the understanding, rather the challenge comes with the application of the gospel as well. From the indicatives of, or everything that Christ did and God did for us towards the imperative, our duties, our application comes really with our understanding of the gospel. Our duties are determined by the doctrine that we believe in, as we, even as we said last week. We're continuing. This is the second half of uh, the chapter, no? in chapter 12. Last week, we started out by hinimay po natin yung verses 1 to 8. Now we're going to uh, zero in on the remaining verses of this chapter and see what the Lord is going to tell us. So let's just pray for for as, as we start our time together. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you that you're called the God of love. You are love, Lord God. And you want your people, your disciples, to express the very same love. Thank you, Lord, that love is not just expressed through words, but you express it to us through your action by sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. So thank you, Lord, that we get to have an understanding of that. And... Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to push us, that you're going to invite us to actually do or express that love in action. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I start off by saying that we live in the world of fakes. Fakes or knockoff or copies or imitation from the bags that we use, wallets, clothes, and po po yung mga fake, fake na natin? watches, and even iPhones are fake. But it's not limited to that. We live in a world of fake relationships as well. So much so that we do not understand or we do not 
see how a real relationship actually look, looks like. Well, today the Bible paints us that for us. No? What a real relationship or what real love looks like towards other people and towards other believers as well. Question is asked, how do you spot a fake from the original? Natanong nyo na ba yun? Paano mo nakikita yung fake from the original? Well, two things that come to mind. It's really the worth. First, kung magkano siya or the value of that thing and the workmanship that is put into it. So alam mo na kagad, kung mumibili ka ng rilo, no? na alam mo yung rilo, napakamahal, Wilson, no? alam mo na in the marketplace, alam mo na, kunyari, ano siya, 500,000 pesos. Mabili ka ng relo na branded. Tapos biglang may lumapit siya, bilhin mo to. Sobrang mura, 25,000 lang. So alam mo na from the value that's being presented to you that this particular item, malamang sa malamang, ay peke or copy. Next is you look at the workmanship. Was time put into it? Was skill supplied? Kasi makikita mo ang mga fake talaga, almost kamukha siya pag malayo, pero pag nilapit mo, makikita mo yung difference ng workmanship. Well, tonight, we'll look at what real love looks like. What real love in action really looks like. Here's how Paul describes it. Let love be genuine. Sabihin niyo po yun, the word genuine. Or sa iba, genuine. Genuine or real. Hindi po siya knock off. Di ba yun na nakikita natin? Pag sinabi mong knock off, it's a copy or an imitation. Let love be knock, not a knock off, but real or genuine, Paul said. Doon po siya nag-umpisa. The Bible tells us in John 13.35 that by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. What is God, Jesus, telling us? Have real love and that love is described as being genuine. Called, we are all called to deliver not knock off love but rather called to deliver knock out love. Kailangan niyo po lahat to. We have our Pac-Man. Di ba si Pac-Man? Pagtisipin mo si Pac-Man. Eight division world champion. Paano ba siya naging eight division world champion? Meron po siyang combination. May three combination siya. Ganon, ganon, tsaka ganon. <laughs> yung combination ni, yung knockout combination po ni Manny Pacquiao. Well, we're going to apply that, no? Yung knockout combination ng love. What does that mean for us? to deliver three combinations of knockout love. And we'll start off by saying, knockout love first is displayed towards brothers. Knockout love towards brothers. That's verses 10 to 13. It says, love one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. Yung brotherly love pong yun sa, sa Greek, ano po yun? Yung po yung word na Philadelphia. Or, siguro yung papasok sa isip nyo, yung city sa United States, no? Philadelphia, which is, uh, sabi nila, kinoy nila yun, this is the city of brotherly love. We're called to express brotherly love, and that's only possible because God has so changed our hearts 
and instilled in us the transformation that's made by the Holy Spirit and even the gift or the fruit of the Holy Spirit that's evident in our heart so much so that we can actually live in brotherly love. Sabi niya, love one another with brotherly affection. How, how many of you may mga kapatid kayo? Alam niyo yun, kahit na nag-aaway ka, hindi mo pwedeng itakwil yung kapatid mo. You've always th- you'll always think, kuminsan naaasar ka sa kanya, pero you'll think what's best for, for your brother or for your sister. You respect one another in general, that's what's happening, no? Pag may kapatid ka. Konting brotherly away, pero at the end of the, the day, you'll always express brotherly love sa iyong kapatid. That's only possible because Christ brought us into the family of God. So therefore, we are to act with brotherly love with one another. Alam niyo po, nung hindi pa tayo kristyano, sanay na sanay tayo, no? tayong lahat. Pagalingan, paligsahan. Sino yung mas magaling, sino yung mas sikat, sino yung mas may skill, mas skill set, sino yung mas guapo for some, di ba? Yan ang iniisip, no? Sino yung mas magaling manamit? Who will get the credit? Look, what Paul was telling us, outdo one another in showing honor. What is that? What is he telling us? What was Paul harping here or pounding? Sinasabi ni Paul, magpagalingan kayo. Kaya lang, magpagalingan kayo sa pagpapakita ng honor towards one another. Love here is stated or love here is being shown as somebody, knockout love, no? Being practiced by somebody who's okay lang to be second fiddle. Okay lang that all the glory belongs to someone rather than you. Putting, pushing someone to receive what he, he, he duly has because of the things that he has done and you being comfortable just being in the background. Pagmamahal ng pagkakapatid, meaning be, being willing to sacrifice your own honor for the honor of your brother. So yun po, magpagalingan, pero magpagalingan in giving honor to one another. Eleven, do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord when you are with one another. Are you someone who is zealous or fervent in the spirit? Or are you someone who serves the Lord liturgically? Pag nakikita ka ng kapatid mo, does a brother or a sister, does a church member, does the community see someone who loves serving the Lord with so much passion that he can actually feel or he or she could actually feel the love. Are you someone who rejoices in hope, who patient in tribulation and constant in prayer? Alam niyo yung point challenge ngayon sa pandemic, no? Ang daming po, ang daming na nangyari sa atin seven months in to this pandemic. Experts are saying this probably will last at best two years. At worst, more than two years or even three to five years. But during those times, are we rejoicing in hope? Do we have hope in our hearts? Do we tell that same hope to our brothers? Sa mga kasama po natin sa church community natin, sa mga kapatid natin sa Panginoon, are we a beacon of hope for them? Do we tell them the hope that we have is anchored on the person of Jesus Christ? And that hope will never change. That hope will never diminish. Do we, are we patient in tribulation? Or, or are we people who keeps on complaining and asking God and, and, and do wrestling with God? You know what? There's a point that you can do that. 
But there's also a point that you need just to wait upon the Lord for this tribulation to end. But more importantly, are you someone who is constant in prayer? When was the last time you prayed for your brother? Kailan po? Kailan po? Are you constantly praying? Or are you constantly making excuses? Hindi ako nakapray today. Hindi ako nakaread ng word kasi walang oras. Well, you are as busy as I am because 24 hours po parehong binigay sa atin ni Lord. Constant in prayer means regardless of where you're at, regardless of what situation you're in, or what circumstances you're facing at this very moment, you can actually pray. And you can pray for one another. What do the brothers around you see in you? Someone who rejoices in hope, someone who is patient in tribulation, someone who is constant in prayer. Verse 13, it gets more exciting. So verse 13 po, sabi ni Paul, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Wow. Paul knew the suffering that they were undergoing. Tandaan niyo po, mga Jews, yung mga kausap niya, and yes, the Christian Gentiles as well, but under the Roman uh, diaspora, naisip niyo po yun, nagihirap sila. But yet, the call is to contribute to the needs of the saints. Show hospitality. You know, we can be inventive. Yan po yung binigay sa atin ng Panginoon in generosity. Yan po yung maganda, no? We can still help even in a pandemic. We can treat other people's like valued guests. Hindi po like trapo, no? When we're interfacing with people, especially to the brothers, let's treat them like how Christ treated them with so much love, with so much grace, and so much generosity. Ito pong pandemic na ito, dito po natitest yung heart ng mga Kristiyano. Because now, kung before, pre-pandemic, you were not generous or contributing to the needs of the saints, ngayon po medyo maihirapan lalo kayo. But it all is not lost. As you respond by the grace of God, you can still contribute to the needs of the saints. How do we do that, no? Unang-una, give. Be open-handed. There are a lot of ways for us to help people. No, and ganda po ng technology ngayon, na yung physical helping. You don't need to be present. Pwede ka mag-transfer ng pera, pwede ka mag-gcash, pwede ka magpa-deliver ng pagkain. All of those to help the needs of the saints. Ito yung pinakamaganda. Alam nyo, halos lahat ng tao ngayon, businessman. Halos lahat ng tao ngayon, nasa buy and sell. Marami sa atin, plantito, plantita. Ang dami nagbebenta. Alam mo yung pwede mong gawin? Not just give, but actually buy their products. Alam nyo, when we all started the pandemic, sabi natin, save, save, save. That's the message that, that, that many of us put out there to save. You know what? That's still the message. But pwede rin yung message, help, spend, buy, so that you can meet the needs of the saints. Kung alam mo na nag, nag-struggle yung kapatid mo, gumawa siya ng, ng business, pinalam niya sa'yo, bumili ka! Bumili ka ng juice, bumili ka ng karne, bumili ka ng ribs, bumili ka ng suka. You are helping to meet the needs of the saints when you're doing that. You are practicing generosity, but not just that. No? That's part of hospitality as well. You know, God has, God has gifted the Filipinos 
with hospitality. Sabi nila, no, the Filipinos are the most hospital, hospitable per people on earth. Well, I need to agree. I agree with that. But here's a better saying. A Christian is the most hospitable person in the face of this planet. You know, you can be inventive in showing hospitality. Usually, before the pandemic, we would open our homes. No? You know what? God is preparing you. Pagtapos po ng pandemic na to, God is going to teach you and tell you how to be inventive in showing hospitality. And maybe He's going to use your homes, your resources, just to show hospitality. So, knock out love towards the believers but it doesn't stop there. Knockout love is displayed towards brothers. That's the first combination. Bah! Knockout love. Pag pinakita mo po yung mafo-floor yung kapatid. But we're asked also to show knockout love to others. Mm. Others naman, kahit na hindi mo kapatid sa Panginoon, show it. Verse 14, Bless those who persecute you. Okay, ngayon pa lang, iniisip mo na, sino ba yung mga taong yun? Biglang nagpapap sa isip mo, naku po, Natatandaan ko siya, nasisira ang mood ko today. Spiritual ako, pero nung natandaan ko yung pangalan niya, tsaka yung mukha niya, nasira po. You know what we're gonna do? Even as Paul tells us, bless those who persecute you, and bless, inulit pa niya. Siguro importante. Bless and do not curse. Sige, Isipin nyo lang yung mukha nung nagpo-persecute sa inyo because may gagawa tayo ng, ng activity ngayon. Mabilis na mabilis na activity. Okay, sealed na ba sa mukha sa, sa isip nyo kung sino yung nagpo-persecute sa inyo? Alright. Alam nyo na yung pangalan, alam nyo na yung mukha. Right at this very moment, here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray for that person. We're praying for that person. Bow down your heads and start praying for that person. Lord, hear the prayers of my brothers and my sisters. Whoever that person is who's persecuting them, Lord God, cause them to speak well of that person, to speak a blessing towards that person, Lord God, right at this very moment, even as your word tells us to bless and not to curse. Lord, we cancel out every curse that we have said against that person. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. How does that make you feel? Better yet, how do you think that prayer makes God feel because you have simply obeyed what the word of God is telling you. Verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. It's very hard no, to rejoice with other people but we're called to do that as well because sometimes we're, we're, we're looking at ourselves. Ako nga, paano ako magre-rejoice? Hindi nadaanan ko. The situation that I'm in is really very challenging and difficult. Wala akong pera, may sakit ako, wala akong trabaho. Well, you know what? You can still rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord with the people that are rejoicing as well. No? Kung may narinig ka na kaibigan mo, kamag-anak mo, na nakaligtas sa COVID-19, we rejoice with them. Send them a message and thank the Lord for, for their deliverance as well. No? Rejoice with them. But not just that, weep with those who weep. Two weeks ago or three weeks ago was a very difficult time for us in church because we lost a colleague. She was just 29 years old, very vibrant, excellent in everything she, that she does. Her name is Jam Jogi. Namatay po yung kasama namin sa church. 
And that was so difficult for us. We were imagining how difficult that, would, that is for the family as well. And we set up a, a Zoom, uh, parang wake lang, no? our time for exhortation with them. And we took uh, at least uh, 30 minutes of just being with the family, of just honoring the life of Jam, of just encouraging the family to, to receive the comfort from the Lord. We believe that's what, how God has called us as, as a people. We need to comfort those who weep and weep with those who are weeping. Paul moves forward in verse 16. Live with harmony with one another. This is tough. This is tough. Diba? Ang hirap po, lalo na kasi iba-iba. But it's possible. It's tough, but it's possible. Live with harmony with one another. Do not be haughty or snooty. Again, di ba nung last week, sinabi natin, don't measure others. Kung mas magaling ka sa kanya o, or mas magaling siya sa iyo, nagagalit ka. No, don't, do not be haughty, but rather associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Remember the story in the gospel where Jesus himself, no? Jesus himself associated with both the rich and the poor. The lawgivers and the lawbreakers as well. Jesus made sure that he interfaced with all kinds of people. Why did he do that? Aside from the fact that he wanted to minister to them, Jesus also wanted to show us how real knockout love looks like. The labels do not matter, mga kapatid. Mayaman, mahirap. It doesn't matter high or below. It doesn't matter. God is telling us to associate with people regardless of their social status in life. Simply put, love is up, love is down, and love is to side to side. Up, down, and side to side. Yung po yung love na gusto na pakita ng ating Panginoon. Yung sinasabi ni Paul, no? yes, we look at people who are up there, but we still love them. Then we look down and we see people who are lowly. Then we still love them and care for them as well. Then we have people on our sides and we love them as well. And we show the love of Christ to them. Love up, love down, love side to side. Love all in, love all out. Bring them in and show love going out as well. That's how knockout love to others looks like. But it's not done. Sabi pa ni Paul, Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. This is knockout love towards our enemies. So that's the third combination. Knockout love towards believers, knockout love towards others, knockout love towards our enemy. Yan po yung combination ng love natin ngayon. Knockout love. So pangatlo po is knockout love towards our enemies. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all, even with your enemies. Even with your enemies. And the Bible tells us, God has given you the grace to do that because as you obey Him, as you fear the Lord, even your enemies will live at peace with you. The Bible tells us. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God as it is written, vengeance is mine. Say that, vengeance is mine. I have a friend, one of our leaders in church, na tinanggal po siya sa trabaho. Unceremoniously. And ang hirap po, pakiramdam tayo, talagang pinagtulungan siya. It was so unjust. 
But what I keep on telling him, you know what? God will be the one to vindicate. God will be the one to avenge. Kaya yung sinabi, vengeance is mine, not ours. Vengeance is reserved for the Almighty. Vengeance is reserved for the sovereign God. He will be the one to judge and vindicate you. He says, I will repay. Mine and I, exclusive to God, is not being shared towards you. Love is to be shared, but vengeance is exclusive to God and to God alone. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, hello, what are we supposed to do? Pakainin mo daw po siya. If he is thirsty, give him something to eat or to drink, for by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Abraham Lincoln says this, no? the best way to defeat your enemy is to make him your friend. How many of you believe that? That's a good saying. That's a good saying. But the Bible has a better saying. Here's what the Bible tells us, no? at least the idea that the Bible gives. The best way to defeat your enemy is to make him your brother. That's the best way. To make him your brother, how? By sharing the gospel to him. That's a tough job. That's the difficult job, but it is not an impossible job. It is a job for Christians like you and me. Tough, but not impossible. Even as Jesus said, with man, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And lastly, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The tools that you have in your hands is love. Living it out in action. Using it as a combination towards your brothers, towards others, and towards your enemy. Here's how we can do it. Because you're already thinking, you know what, Pastor Glenn, you do not know the difficulty. I know. Kasi meron din po akong mga pinagdaanang kaaway, kaibigan, kapatid. I know how tough love looks like, no? but it is possible. Here's how we know that we can do it. 1 John 4.19, it tells us, We love because He first loved us. We have the capacity to love our brothers to love others, to love our enemies because the God of love has displayed it first towards us. Even as the Bible tells us that while we were still enemies, God showed His love upon us by dying on the cross for us. That makes it possible for you and me to really show the love of Christ to them. In the end, I leave you with this statement. Knockout love is God's love expressed through Christ and in Christ. I hope and pray that this week will be a demonstration of the love of God to other people. I want to pray for you. Lord, thank you that you loved us first. Thank you that that's our confidence, Lord God. That's where our power would come from, Lord God. That's, that's what will push us, Lord God, to even look at our enemies with so much love. To knock them out, Lord, whether they're a brother, they're another, or they're an enemy. To knock them out, Lord God, with the love that you have given us. Lord, I pray for my brothers and my sisters. 
I pray for them that for this week, Lord God, that yes, they have this person that they have in their minds. Give them, Lord God, the capacity to be inventive. Give them the capacity to be gracious. Give them the opportunities, Lord God, to show what real love looks like. Genuine love, Lord God. Not knockoff love. Love that is true and real, like the love that was shown to them by the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that that's possible because that is expressed in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If this preaching has blessed you, you know what you can do? You can share it to other people. Pwede po siyang i-share as you go to our website, whether that's in Facebook or in YouTube after po nito, pwede niyo po siyang i-share sa others because the Word of God will speak to them as it has spoken to you as well. Receive the benediction and the blessing of the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We love you all. See you again next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.